No, you're not getting any now because they're coming for other people. <laughs> you have to think of your own one. Right, anybody else? Number three! Celtic. Did you know there's no B and Q in Aloha? Just two A's, two L's, and a no. Yes, we are back and ready to chat. Absolute nonsense yet again. I am, of course, Dale Eaton, and as always, I'm joined by Callum Brown. That was absolutely embarrassing, Dale. <laughs> I don't care, I love that joke. Lewis liked it. Who is that. here as well, Lewis McLeod? Saturday. Ronan Alexander. Good evening. And last but not least, as always, Anthony Evans. Where, where do you come up with these, man? Someone said that joke to me the other day and I thought it was really funny. It's Dad's enemy. I wish, my dad's not even that funny. Sorry, Dad. Yeah, how are we doing? Good joke. I am good, thanks. Yeah. We all ready to chat about football yet again? See? Absolutely. Pleasing to hear. Right, before we kick off, just a quick reminder, as always, that you can get in touch with us on Twitter at TimPotTalk if you have a question. Now, let's start off with some chat about last night's games. It's currently tight at the top between Celtic and Rangers, but we'll be focusing on the bottom. Mm-hmm. There are just six points separating top uh, the bottom from seventh, and there were some big results from last night. But lads, what was the biggest result last night? Uh, from the bottom six. Yeah, that's that's big what it says. Big win for Ross County <coughs> against yeah. Hibs, who've been absolutely ah, flying. I don't speak. <laughs> the usual Hibs just dropping points from winning positions. Eighteen no. points. 18. Yeah. From, from winning positions this season. Just could be on 35 points if we held on to those weeks. We've dropped. We've three points behind Rangers. We've dropped one point less is? than we've won. What do you think it is? Like, why does it continuously keep happening? Players are a bunch of absolute shite bags. <laughs> Pretty <laughs> much, yeah. Summed up perfectly. Well, I suppose that is, you could probably say that is true. I kind of think we are changed, lacking leaders. We've changed the manager and it's still happening. We've, we've had leaders like Marvin Bartley leave, and we've had. <clears throat> you look at the team now, yeah. got Hanlon and Stevenson, who are arguably are. Weaker players, and, and there are leaders. And you've got folk like Josh Vela, who apparently is a football player. I've, I've yet to see that point proved. And then you've it's just he's just rub- <laughs> he's absolutely rubbish. Marlon has been pretty poor this season. Who last season was a, was a big leader on and off the field for the team, and then it's just not gone well. But Ross County, despite the fact that their defence is absolutely shambolic, we could only score one goal, and yet again Christian Deutsch has scored another goal. He's down seven for the season, and not a single one of them probably should have been a goal. I mean, I don't, I don't understand. I don't understand that he scored seven goals, but every single one should have been saved or should have been an own goal. <coughs> I don't get it. Big, big shout out to Chris Maxwell as well for his uh, role in both of the goals. Don't oh, get me started about oh, him. Chris Maxwell. Yeah, coming for a cross, nowhere near it. He's about three foot tall. Who told him he could be a goalkeeper? <laughs> Honestly. It's not as if we've got one of the best keepers in the league sitting on our bench. And then Adam Bogdan as well, who's just cutting about in the in the like, on a short term deal, he's just kind of cutting. Out. And then Chris Maxwell still getting game time. He's absolutely shocking. He's shocking. He's about the same size as Lewis, and he's in goals. You're taking that, Lewis. I don't know what's on that small. But you're not exactly tall for a goalkeeper. Nah, I've never I've never been there. So then. Yeah, it's not a goalkeeper. Exactly, uh, that's the point. Talking about obviously the Edinburgh teams. That's a big point for them. Um, Hearts yesterday. Yeah, big point against a big team. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Actually, both both in that bottom scrap right now. Yeah, we that we we remain three points clear of Hearts. I don't want to speak too much about Livingston, but it's yet another two points dropped. I would say going into the game, you would have probably taken a point. Hearts is a difficult place to go. Tynecastle, obviously, but I get that's Easter Road. Now we were two 0 up. St Johnston, we were two 0 up. Hamilton, we were one 0 up. <coughs> You know, games like this, uh, and we haven't won any of them. I think especially considering how the, the see the highlights I've just watched was 40 seconds, suggests there wasn't a lot in the game, so you really should have held on. Like, you know, it's not like maybe you were caving under pressure or anything, you just gave away a stupid goal. Yeah, well, uh, they did They <coughs> did kind of fling bodies forward. They changed their shape to yeah, they always do, I know, three at the back. Caved, uh, they, they, I mean, they put us under a lot of pressure. The last 10, 15, and 
don't know. It's just. I'm sure, there was one. You said there was one tweet where Barra took a throw and went out for a goal kick or something. Probably summed up the game. Yeah. Yeah. Thank, thankfully, stayed <coughs> in air. Didn't want to pay. We'll, 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 we'll come on to that later on. Missed three prices. games in two years, but uh, yeah, we'll come on to ticket prices and things later on. But <clears throat> how are Hearts so bad though? They've got rid <laughs> they, of Levine must, and they've got worse. They must be seriously thinking about relegation. Well, he, he's in charge for the next game on Saturday as well. He said that's his last game, McPhee. Yeah, I think way too long to get on. As much as he's absolutely horrendous, and I love seeing him in charge of Hearts. It's just. It's got to the point where it's like it's, it's beyond the joke now. It's like right, I mean, come on. I mean, was it? it was the end anyone. of October he got sacked well, after the after the uh, we, we before the um, Hib sacked um, Heckingbottom like a week after they sacked Levine and we've had Jack Rosson for. About That's four over a month and they've only oh, they still haven't even. Oh, I don't understand how it's it. so hard. Just because you're on you your get all your like you get all your managers <coughs> handed in the CV. You yeah. pick a shortlist, interview them, and then pick the especially because everyone knew that everyone knew that he was getting the sack. Like it was just when. when matter of you know. Um, I, I don't think everyone knew he was getting the sack. I don't. Th- I think I Levine think came out of the blue. Honestly, did. Levine. Yeah, it came nah. out of the blue. Him and Heck, I was I thinking it was doomed between him and Heck. And it was just a case of when if they were going to give him the semi final. It was one of the. It's like it's, everyone thought right. Heckingbottom's on the verge of getting sacked, but it was like Levine. It's like he's been on the verge of getting sacked for about a season, so you don't expect it to actually come because it hasn't for yeah, so long. Yeah, but they've been like so bad. What? But yeah, but the fact they're that they point off the ball. The fact they've sacked the manager and they've had no contingency plan for who's going to come in. That's what I'm them. saying. That's Unless they genuinely lot. thought it's all right. Well, we just pretend we're looking for a manager. And give McPhee the job. He'll do better than Levine, and we'll give him the they job. Were, they were appointed Mal- Malfoy's da for Harry Potter, <laughs> or as I called him a couple of weeks. Wants to go for a Scottish couple of drinks immediately Nelson. after he gets sacked at Barnsley. So. Is he not? Are they not looking at some German boy? <coughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Stendhal's at Barnsley is gonna get the mm. job. I mean, ex-Barnsley coach does not bode well for people in Edinburgh at the moment. But I, mean, I think got, what he, Stendhal- he got them up and then he left. Was that right? Barnes I think he was no, like he got sacked. Uh, he got sacked yeah. got, I'm saying he got them up and he left. Yeah, but yeah, he won, sacked, yeah. I believe they won League One. Yeah. He told you that the joke is because Heckenbottom was at Barnes and he was shite. So that's oh, like, yeah. Is it? Oh yeah. Ex Barnsley coach mate. So that's I'm not saying anything about Stendhal, but obviously Stendhal coming in is well. It looks like he's coming in. He's kind of the bookies' favourite now. He has been for a while. Like Ross was when he came into Hibs. Obviously, he can't read too much into bookies' favourites, but a lot of the papers reporting it should be Stendhal, but. I think it'll be a good appointment for Hearts. Stendhal does look like a good manager. You know, the fans were absolutely devastated at Barnsley when he did leave, which is something that I do think bodes well. And going into Hearts, he does have a good squad on paper, yep. which is the one thing you have to say. On paper, that squad is good. Performance-wise, it hasn't been any good at all this season. So that's the real question is, are they actually any good? Or is it just the players are underperforming? Or have the players just lost it? Like, Berra looks past it. But well, under, under, no under the new manager, play. could he come back? They've got no style of play. They're an absolute gang. Just it looks like anyone in the league could beat them right now. Yeah, except Hibs, because just yeah, yeah. Just we'll, we'd go one nil up. I've got a few. Being being from Livingston, I've got I've got a few Hearts mates, and they were all saying one one flattered them last night. So, and Naismith got injured after twenty five minutes. Yep. More injuries for them. Thank you very much, mm-hmm. Agent Marvin. I think that's what everyone went. put in the, that predictor league as well, was 1-1 between mm-hmm. Arsenal and Levy. Oh no, I called that bang one. Yeah. Um, I anticipated that Daniel Stendhal was going to be in the job before that game, and Callum had been complaining all week about, you know, obviously they're going to appoint a manager and then get the new management to beat us. So I predicted 2 no hearts and a preemption of that obviously didn't happen. Still hasn't happened and probably won't until we put this podcast out, but... Eh. St Mirren. It's one of them you can't I, well, I want to come on to St Mirren mm-hmm. because... Their their home record's been very good this season. Obviously, they, they, they were they were beaten by Hibs, <coughs> but before that, I think they'd only lost to Rangers. They probably kind of deserved a point against us as they well. Did, I they did. think not bad. Absolutely Hibs, battered off Motherwell. Hibs wasn't were pretty much under the cosh. Hibs were under the cosh for most of the game against the Mirren. It's just, I think their big problem really they lack cutting edge. It's uh, it's up front defensively. It's they're like the anti Ross County defensively. They're like fine. Mackenzie and Broadfoot at the backs. Mm-hmm. They can only do so much, can't they? Like, no. like up front, you've got Dermis, who looks to be all flash and no end product. You've got Obika, who, well, yeah, you'll chip him with a couple of goals, but doesn't look... He's to not going to be that guy who he, scores you 10-15 yeah. a season. Not a striker. Yeah, but you've got a kill song about him. So. He's not a striker on his own that's going to score a lot of goals. And you've got the wee junior Marias, who, <coughs> when I was at the game against Hamilton, where they do now now, good against us. they just terrible. punted balls up towards him. It's like, you need. To, I think they probably need to play two up top, and it's probably going to be... Either Mullen or Abika or Mariah's going to be good. Abika has to be one because he's probably the best striker. But when you've got guys like Dermis, yeah, he's going to do like six step overs, but he's not going to get the ball in the box. They don't, they don't have that. Yeah. 
final cutting edge. It's something they really like. Terrible result for them last night, obviously getting beaten 3-0. But it's a huge game on Saturday. They play um, Hamilton away from home. So, I mean, obviously, I saw one that, between uh, them. St Mirren have won four of their last five at New Douglas Park. St Mirren haven't lost again since 2012 or was it the other, it was way, the other around? way around I think mm. is it? but it's one thing about Hamilton is sure, it, Hamilton it, this is just going to be peak five, Hamilton yeah. that every time you think you're not going to do it they will because they've had a great performance against Rangers when to be honest if Mikel Miller had any sense in his life they would have been drawn 2-0 with that in that game last night against Celtic they pull it back to 1-0 and unfortunately for them obviously just unfortunately <laughs> Lewis will be buzzing about it but unfortunately for them Scott Brown goes and scores a late late winner just breaking, breaking Aki's hearts. But I mean, if they can put in the performances like that and give the old firm a good game, then why can't they do it against the teams around them? Yeah, it's a case of maybe just the way the players get up for the games more, don't they? They could say that about a few that they know they just because it's the Rangers and South, they somehow just raise their game when, like you say, they should be doing it against the teams, the teams around that them. Teams about them because. Yeah. That's where they're going to get their points. Yeah, exactly. Because more than likely, it's all right saying, yeah. yeah. Oh, we've had a great performance against Rangers, if, but then you go get beat at home next yeah. week by St Johnston or whatever. You know, it's like, what does it matter? Like, oh, yeah, it was a good performance against Celtic and Rangers, or <coughs> we never even got points off yeah. them anyway. Well, we're, we're only winning against South Easters, so we can't beat anyone else except Celtic at the moment. Yeah, another team I want to come on to is St Johnston, who I think are probably the worst team in the league. I that was apparently the worst game of all time last night. <laughs> I'm not even going to bother watching. I was watching all the highlights of America. I'm not even going to bother watching. I just kept checking the one score. Shot. I can imagine it's even shorter than that. And it was just nil nil, and I was like, mm. I think there was um, friend of the podcast Jordan was there. Uh, I think believe there was one shot on target. The whole game. Well, for both teams, Callum McFadden was there as well. Mm-hmm. Jesus me. man, I don't know if any of you agree, but. St Johnson's squad, they have some good players going in there. backwards at such there a are, rapid yeah, rate. There are, some, there are some talented players <coughs> in there. Like they, They've got talent, and then the rest of them are just absolute mint. Suppose they've maybe, you could put a positive spin on that. Clean sheet for St Johnston at a tough venue. Good point, but... In the grand scheme of things, it's still, well, I mean, yeah, on paper is a good point, but yeah. look at the table, it doesn't really help. I think it's going to be a big... Minus 20 goal difference as well. A big January <coughs> transfer window. Oh, they need, for, um, they need a all these clubs, really. For the SPFL, I think, it's going to be a big January transfer window, to be quite honest. But, like, OK, last season they didn't get in the top six, and you're thinking, yeah, OK, fair enough, they'll probably just linger outside it. And then they're just there, they're just... They're constantly, you know... So bad. Gang. When you look at yeah. their squad, they've got players in there that are talented. You've, yeah, you've, got, you've got Xander Clark, you've got Dre Wright, Jason Kennedy, Matty <coughs> Kennedy, David Witherspoon, players that are consistent and can get you results. And then you look at the players that just haven't performed. Stevie May, Michael Halloran, Tony Ralston. I mean, they just haven't haven't shown up. Even Jason Holt's in there, he's a decent player, and they just yeah. they just they've haven't been able to get a tune out of them. Great squad on paper, as mm-hmm. you're saying there, yeah. but it's just I don't Defensively, I, I think they're is. absolutely appalling. To be perfectly honest, I think their defence is even worse than Ross County's. That's mm-hmm. probably the worst defence in the league. Well, statistically, it is. They're just leaking, yeah. absolutely leaking. Which goals. is something like if you said that two years ago, what St Johnson, mm-hmm. you'd be like, no, like yeah. even last season when they had that army, that really good run, was it like October, November. Sean has seen care at the back. I think they went like, was it like ten games phenomenal. a week or something. Was it five, yeah. they, uh, one, of them, one of them was against. Keeping clean sheets yeah. at all. Kim one two nil. Six wins in a row, five clean. Beat Armbury, they beat Hibswell last minute goal. It was sexy St Johnson for a while. You know they were playing brilliant into the top six, looking to get back into Europe after being out for a few seasons, and now they're in serious relegation trouble. Yeah, we talk about. Uh, I think it was that feature on the terrace, wasn't it? About uh, twenty nineteen, who'd want to end? I think they'd be a good candidate for. I it. honestly think, I think I said this in, in <coughs> class the other day that I think um, Tommy Wright will be gone by the end of the season, and St Johnston nah. will get relegated. Not That's me. what made so. St Johnston so good last season. Xander Clark was on the verge of Scotland Cup yeah, because yeah. of all the queen sheets, and now they have the worst defence in the league. Jason Kerr as well. Mm. I know it's mad how it's just flipped like that. But I honestly, honestly, has been a big. It's, it's big actually getting to the point now where there's the, the bottom three teams. I can't tell who. I can't actually say who's going to finish bottom at the moment. I was, yeah, I was, so I was worried, but I think I think St Mirren are a better wow. team than the ones below, like above them. I think St Mirren are unlucky to be bottom. I think St Johnston, they are absolutely stinking the place out. I think Hamilton, you can never. They're one of those. They're like I think someone described them as cockroaches. You just can't get rid of them. No matter how hard you try, they'll always survive. And I don't, like, I don't want to say they're going to go down because they'll stay up. But I don't want to go and say they'll stay up because they'll somehow go down. They're just one of those teams where you can't predict. You just can't predict Hamilton. I hate St Johnston. I don't know what it is. I just hate them. I I think Hearts they'll improve and they'll probably stay up. Yeah. I think Livingston's got a good enough squad. Well, I think even 
Ross County are still in the mix, and I think I'm gonna have to say even Hibs are currently points wise we're still in the mix unless we drastically improve. We'll still be in the, that mix for bottom six relegation scrap. I think that's probably as far as it goes. But I think Hibs will stay up. Ross County they'll improve in January defensively, which has been their biggest weak point, and they'll probably stabilise and finish top of the bottom six if competing with Livingston and Hearts. And then Hamilton, St Mirren and St Johnson will be the ones battling for relegation. But before we it's exciting, as, though. as we end this segment, I'm going to ask the question of, of I know we're not even at the halfway point of the season yet, but who do you all think is going to get relegated and finish in the playoffs? I think the bottom two are going to be St Johnston and Hamilton. I think St Johnston are going to finish bottom, and I think Hamilton are going to finish in and win the playoffs and stay up. I'd call that. No, I've I, just watched the St Johnston highlights there, and it's a minute and 14 seconds long. And it's literally two attacks, that's it. Like, I didn't even know it changed for half time. It was just possibly, is probably going to be one of the worst games in the SPFL ever, I think. I'm going to go with Hamilton bottom and St Mirren 11th. I'm the exact same. I just think those players are eventually. I don't. I honestly think transfer window will be huge, (coughs) as Lewis Lewis was saying. I think St Mirren have got the backing financially. Don't think Livingston and Hamilton do, but I think Livingston will be fine. Hopefully, um, Ross County will be fine, even though they leak goals. Hearts will get out of it, as you were saying, Dale. St Johnston, I think, will be fine as well. I think they'll finally click. Tommy Wright, I think, his job will be fine because of the job and the history he's done That's with the club. I just think it's Hamilton gonna get, bottom for me. I think it's going to get later in the season and St Johnston are still going to be down there and the board are going to think right we need to act now we've waited too long and they're going to fire him. Nah, they'll, give it, they'll give him they'll give him time and like there's there's always a talk of like lack of loyalty in football. They'll give him January at least. But yeah. I think if they'll get through this okay, I think they'll pick a lot but I don't know how many points they'll pick up this month but they'll give him January and probably the few weeks after that's let the new players uh, settle in because I'm sure they'll be I, on, I, I think he's gone by the end of the season. I think if you do it like as of now and you don't think about the January transfer window coming up you've got to at least say that St Johnson are going to be down there in the bottom two places for relegation I think they've been absolutely hor- horrible this season they've got good players but they haven't performed and you say they, they might click yeah but that's taken six months into the season for them to click and that isn't good enough that really is good enough six months to click last season it's one of these things that just sometimes it can just happen like I know but mine St Johnson went on that big run last season and then just dropped off that's again. what I'm saying so, so things can change yeah but they, they, can, they can go on a run but they're still going to drop back off we again. only need a we only I mean Livingston what four or five months last season we played well and done and from like 2019 onwards yeah. was just average. average Back to back wins, you're up to seventh. Yeah. No, yeah, so true. true. I just, I just don't see St Johnson putting any, any sort of form together. I really don't. That's the thing, though. It's tight. It's, re- it's really exciting, and it's good to to talk up the game. You've got what six points between bottom and and seventh. So, <coughs> yeah. I, I mean, any, anybody could go down really, yeah. in in that bracket. But yeah, it's interesting. We'll keep our eyes peeled. And that'll just about round up that segment. Now we're gonna go for a quick break, but we'll be right back after we get some comfortable after we get comfortable on some new mattresses, thanks to Chris Boyd. On the soccer field, I'm lucky enough to get the occasional thing for free, like a free kick, for example. When it comes to scoring quality mattresses for as close as free as I'm gonna get, I want partly mattresses on my team. Locally made matches with great prices all the time, right here in Portland, which means I don't have to miss weight looking for a good night's sleep. Plus, I get what I'm looking for, for unbeatable price. It's like having my cake and eating it too, except I'm actually more of a protein shake guy. Park Lane Mattresses, great prices every day. For locations, visit parklanemattresses.com. And we are back. Now, that is possibly the, the best thing I've ever heard. Amazing. To be perfectly honest. I think... Have you, I'd never heard it until, like... I, I honestly think Chris Boyd should be made to do every advert on Scottish TV for the rest should of the Should be the It's yeah. the terrible it's the terrible half American accent. Having my cake and eating it too. But he's more of a protein shit guy. We all know that's it's, it's when he goes not true, Chris. He's, he's speaking in his normal accent and he goes, For example <laughs> For example, I like mattresses. Yeah. He forgot where he was. Absolutely <laughs> mental. 
But anyway, getting away from Chris Boyd's love of mattresses in the Portland area. And protein where, shake. And but he does love a protein shake. These tench, look at him. Now we're going to jump into a new segment called Hidden Gems, where we select a player that doesn't get the recognition for the performances that they've done this season. Up first for Hidden Gems is Tony. Tony, who have you selected for Hidden Gems? Um, I've gone with midfielder Alex Harris from Edinburgh City. I'm sure you guys remember him for his time at Hibs. I don't think it was, was too many, but uh, yeah, I think he's, he's I think he's chipped in with four goals and six assists this season. Obviously, Cove have had the brilliant start to the League Two, the League Two um, campaign, and they're five points clear at the top. But Edinburgh City still keeping intact with them, um, just five points behind. So uh, he's had a big impact on that, and like we said, it was so close with Edinburgh City last season. I'm not sure if they'll catch Cove, probably not, but they'll certainly be looking to um, be the strongest at kind of the chasing pack going into the playoffs, and he's definitely been a main part of that. Only 25 as well, so you could argue if he, you know, if he has a good season and if and they don't go up, he could play at a higher level. Um, you know, I don't know what you thought of him at Hibs. I mean, when he probably. first broke through, there was obviously the the standouts that goal against Falkirk in the semi-finals mm-hmm. in the Scottish Cup, that four-three game, and then we go on to get beat by Celtic in the final, which was. I think my first trip to hand them with Hibs as a as a young child, which was quite heartbreaking. He was a good young prospect, and then it just yeah, I don't know. I remember I was Never I just, happened. it's a weird memory, but I was I was at the fringe when I was a kid, and it was like the season after that that um you know goal against Falkirk, and it was like the the front the front of the the front page of the sports in the Edinburgh News it was Alex Harris injured for like three months, will miss the start of the next season. I remember me and my dad were like, oh no, like proper gutted that. Alex Harris has probably been a big, yeah. And Alan's Hibbs career, as yeah. Well, I think he, I could derailed him a bit. I don't like it. looking back, I can't remember, like, can't really remember if he was actually that great or if I've just got select, you know, selected memories where I thought he was amazing because he scored that goal. But Ronan, what do you, do you think of, of Alex Harris? A uh, standout game was a uh, comeback against Falkirk mm-hmm. in the semi final with 3 0 down at half time. Mm-hmm. Came back and then one extra time he scored a screamer. And I thought he'd kick on, but it was like him and Danny Handling, who's now at mm-hmm. Edinburgh City with him as well. Yeah. They were the two brightest youth prospects coming through, and neither of them really kicked on. Yeah. It's hard to put your finger on why someone who starts so well doesn't yeah. kick on, but I think, he, I think he's really good at that level, and he does go on. Still the radar. as well. Yeah, so I'd, I'd love to see him get playing back at the league because honestly, yeah. I do have I do have very fond memories of Alex Harris, and I, I do like him as a player, and I'll I'll never forget him for that goal against Falkirk. Mm-hmm. So. I've, I do love a bit of, of Alex Harris. Great choice, Tony. Uh, Callum, who is your choice for your hidden gem? Um, I've gone with Thomas O'Brien uh, of Arbroath. Uh, I wouldn't say he's a hidden gem. I will. I, I personally think he is. I don't think he gets you know, the credit he deserves for the job he's done at Arbroath. Uh, he's obviously a, a central defender, um, key key part of the back line that's been so pivotal for Arbroath. Um over the last year or two, um, one one league one last year, uh, best defence in that league, probably. I, I I I don't have statistics on, on their performance in league one last year, but this season uh, he's he's kept six clean sheets, in all competitions from twenty one games, which is, uh, pretty outstanding for our both making that step up, to the championship as a part time team. O'Brien obviously will be on a part time contract as well. Um, you know, maybe a, a potential under the under the radar player. Uh, started his career off at Cowdenbeath for five years. I always remember him playing against Livingston. Um, for Cowdenbeath, they they used to be a bit of a bogey team, and he he was always you know pivotal at the back for them. Moved to four for he was kind of forgotten a, a wee bit, and then same for Arbroath in two thousand and seventeen. And since then, he's kicked on. He's twenty eight now. Um, Prime age, probably. Yeah, he'll be twenty nine in August. You know when when the when the transfer window comes about. So, I think, if I don't know if he's looking to get away from from part time football, I think if our bros stay up. Well, it looks like they're going to at the moment. Yeah, they, I mean they're comfortable in that league at the moment. That's what I'm saying. He's he's made the step up brilliantly. If if you're a full time club, you've got to be looking at him. Yeah. He's um contracted to twenty twenty one, I believe, uh, the summer of twenty twenty one. So I mean. Pretty sizable fee, you could you could argue for our broth. Mm. Um, they they could get for him, but yeah, no, I'd I'd go Thomas O'Brien. Fantastic shout, 
Now moving on to Lewis, who is your selection for so your hidden I've, gem? I've went for what Blue Teddy calls as a staunch wee man, um, <laughs> Stephen Lawless. Um, Callum corrected me earlier on, he's a right-sided winger who plays with Livy. Um, obviously used to play for Partick Thistle as well. Um, Le- left-footed, left-footed, but plays on the right. Cuts in, obviously. Multi-talented little Ro- Robin Robin-esque. Um, he scored five goals this season with two assists, which is also quite big for... Livia's, I mean, they're no highest scoring team in the world, but obviously the focus this season's sort of been on like Dykes coming through and being like your your yeah. star player, but obviously this guy's contributing quite a bit. Um I don't really know much about him to be honest, but I'm gonna ask Callum a few questions. Is is he like an exciting player to watch? Yeah, yeah. Um you can tell from his experience. Um he obviously he plays with Park Thistle in the top flight for years. Came through at Motherwell's youth system. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, did did really well at Thistle, and then he was he actually played in the playoffs when we relegated uh, Partick at Far Hill. So he doesn't like to be reminded about that, obviously. But um, no, he he's been fantastic for us. He's he's probably first name on the team sheet most weeks. Um, he's not probably he's not an exciting tricky winger, but yeah. he's he's really clever at what he does, and he's he's. A smart player, you know. Technically gifted. Yeah, I've always, yeah. I've always read. He'll, he'll beat, he'll beat someday. But some, some left foot on as well. Yeah. Scoring a screamer against us once. Yeah, he scored a screamer against Hamilton at the start of last mm. season as well. Can strike them from distance. Takes our penalties now as well. I always which felt, has helped yeah. his goals. I always but. felt he's one of the best players outside the top six, like mm-hmm. over the last like five yeah. or six years. You, you were talking about him coming to out. Yeah, um, I, yeah. I, I, point where I really wanted him, I think when he was up contract. Um, I said, uh, sorry, at Park Thistle. I was, I'll, I'll take him. It's a good yeah. option to have. It was a great signing for us. He's been, I think he's been our best player personally this so far this year. Big shot. Yep, Rich Man. Well, a fantastic selection, a fantastic player, but unfortunately, <coughs> due to his all his football talent, he still isn't allowed to go on the rides at the at the, the theme parks. But Ronan, who's your selection for your hidden gem? Uh, but with Cove Rangers midfielder Jamie Masson. <coughs> Obviously, Cove are flying at the top of the league, but most of their credit goes to Mitchell Meganson for his goals or their kind of Big name players like Declan Glass, Fraser Fivey, Fraser Aird, Martin Scott. But uh, Masson, he's a central midfielder. He started all 14 of their league games so far. Scored five goals, five assists. And when we went to watch him last year, he was yeah. arguably man of the match, him and Blair Yule in the middle. He usually plays on the left now, I think. Uh, yeah, yeah. Quite that's... a big target, so they can, he can almost like a wide target man, sort of. Uh, yeah. Just say on their website, he fits in anywhere yeah. across the middle, Aye. but they've got so many good midfielders, that yeah. I suppose, there. Got accommodating them all. Yeah. yeah. So I think he kind of goes under the radar a bit with them, and he's obviously a really key part to them. Mm. And, well, he's clearly made the step up from the Highland League, because when we watched him last year, he was impressive, and yeah. he stepped up, and he's still impressive at this level. Came through the ranks at Aberdeen, had some stints at... Scored a couple of goals for us yeah, as well. Breakin and Elgin, he was on one at before he mm. dropped to the Highland League, but... He's could be more than capable. Still 26, so coming yeah. towards the peak of his Definitely. career probably, so perfect timing. Yeah. A fantastic shout. Now I'll close off the segment with my selection for my hidden gem, which is Ross County striker Ross Stewart. Ross Stewart is currently on seven goals and two assists in the league this season, but he is on 11 goals and three assists in all competitions, playing 20 games. If a striker... Was released by St Mirren, going to Ross County. You wouldn't. I don't think you'd expect that sort of return mm-hmm. from someone that been released from a club like St Mirren, who we've kind of talked about, are calling out for someone up front to step up with a good contribution in front of goal. Ross Stewart's got that in abundance, and uh, just yesterday he's now been linked with Stoke City and Blackburn Rovers. So you might might say this wow. hidden gem's been uncovered a little bit right now with interest heading down south. I think Sam Cosgrove's also been linked with a move to Stoke City as well. And um, Sam Cosgrove is above him in the, the goal scoring chart. He's on nine, but the only other strikers above him are Sam Cosgrove, Jermaine Defoe, Alfredo Morales, and odds on Edward. And he's level on goals with Christian Doidge as well after scoring a brace last night against Hibs. Doesn't surprise me, Stoke looking for an eight foot striker. Yeah. I mean, well, he's, he's two of them. Quick, I don't think he's, yeah. like a, he's actually got a bit of pace. As Callum's saying there, he's a big striker, but as, as Tony's added in, he's, he's, he's not 
just a, a one-dimensional, you know, typical big lad. He's not someone that you just lumped the ball up to. He's actually quite. He's quite technically quite well. He, he's he's quite well. I'm sure I've seen him play wide left a few times as well. Yeah, he can mm-hmm. play out wide and he can play in front of goal. And you know what? He's capable with the ball at his feet. He's capable with the ball in the air. And it just gives a team like Ross County, who coming in back into the Premiership, just need yeah. to stay up. Someone like Ross Stewart is a perfect striker to have because he can go up and he can just get you goals. I like. I like, what to do. I like his pedigree as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Started with Albion Rovers, I believe, and then uh, Off went, to St. Mirren, went yeah. to Alloa. Played juniors first with Kilwinnan. Yeah, Kilwinnan yeah, um, yeah. Our dear Thistle went to Kilwinnan. Come, come up through the league. Albion, St. Mirren, then on loan to Alloa, released by St. Mirren, and then now he's ended up at Ross County. He's still only young. Worked his way up mm-hmm. as well. I don't, I don't remember him. I don't remember him at St. Mirren. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. So he really is. He's kind of Just the second half of last season. Yeah, yeah. epitomises the hidden gem. And you know, he turned up at Ross County this season and. I think the first time I'd kind of heard much about Ross Stewart was at the start of the season. There was the the app that you could, the fantasy Scottish football draft app, mm. that kind of didn't it didn't go very well. The dream team thing and it, it, it collapsed. The, the app was horrendous, unfortunately. Unfortunately, but I put Ross Stewart on my team, so and for the first first few weeks of the season, he was just raking in the points. It was brilliant. I was like, who is this lad? He's he's raking me the points. But I've paid a bit more closer attention to him since then. I think he's a fantastic player, and it is no surprise that he's getting interest from down south, but. On Ross County, I was torn between choosing Ross Stewart and another Ross County striker, Brian Graham, who is probably the behind Jermaine Defoe is probably the best super sub in the league right now because he's on four goals and for a team as I've mentioned that just need to step in the league, having a striker that Ross Stewart is on eleven goals in all competitions and Brian Graham has got four in the league. That's a pretty good return from two strikers that you look at them and they're like they're about ten feet tall. What are you going to do with that up front? But with the Brian cre- Graham in particular because mm-hmm. he is a bit of yeah. A- but Brian, I, I liked him at Hibs, Brian Graham. I think he's a talented player. He's, he's capable of scoring goals. He's been around a few clubs. And you know what? He's he's in the perfect role for him right now. He's getting a bit older, so necessarily can't lead a team like Ross County and can't get the goal return. But off the bench, if he's able to come on and, and bang the goals that they desperately need at this time, it's it's the perfect player to have. So my hidden gem is Ross Stewart. Now it's time to jump into some talking points. And this is a biggie this week. This week centres around ticket pricing in Scottish football. Now as five students, ticket prices are incredibly important and play a big part and if we can or cannot attend games as they are for most fans attending matches up and down the country every week and with the 20s plenty campaign I think that was implemented by Southampton in the English Premiership which has been ramped up a lot this season and driven by Celtic fans uh, for cap and prices for away tickets there's a real chance to promote change in Scottish football now what are your thoughts on ticket pricing in Scotland because I know we, we talk a lot when we're individually going to games and buying tickets, we're kind of a bit shocked and annoyed at the amount of money it's going to cost us to watch our team. So what are your thoughts on ticket prices, guys? It's a shambles. There's um, been no change in the last week. There won't be also. any change. I think the clubs need the money. Um, ticket prices is a huge revenue for clubs, especially smaller clubs in the Premiership. The clubs that know they can sell out. Yes. Yeah. Um, attend, uh, allocations with, you know, with making it's, maximum It's just ridiculous. Um, I, I rate what Celtic are doing. It's, I think it's the Green Brigade doing it with the, the 20s playing. It's the irony in that statement you know, and what they're saying. I, th- I, well. think, I think they do try and get their own house in order a wee bit, but I mean, I think that's the thing is, though, they, they they're, they're, they're not the ones setting the no, ticket exactly, prices, yeah. and they are campaigning for lower <coughs> ticket prices, which would yeah. include obviously Celtic Park. Yeah. I, I touched on it earlier. Um, Along with logistical reasons of getting to getting from Ayr to Edinburgh and back again in the one night and playing football yesterday, I, d- I didn't go to Tynecastle, but I, d- I might not have even gone anyway because it was twenty one pounds for a student and twenty nine pounds for an adult. Uh, that was in the Roseburn stand, obviously at Tynecastle, the away end. Which so the upper, I think the, upper bit of the yeah, the upper bit. But the uh, the Roseburn was open for home fans, and yeah. it was twenty three pounds for an adult. Yeah. So it's uh, six pounds cheap, yeah. six pounds cheaper for Hearts fans. Than yeah. it was Livingston fans for us it's in the same stand. Yeah, for us it's. Doesn't make lore, any sense. In the lore, it's um, twenty-two pound for us. We've got them uh, at the end of December, or twenty-nine, I think, and it's twenty-five for the upper. So you know, there's a bit of a difference there. But well, I just paid thirty-four quid for Tyne yeah. Castle. Yeah. I mean, that's that. It's going to be, be, be no nil, isn't it? Although the, 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 the some of those games have been like oh, awful to watch, like recently. But last as, few seasons just fair, terrible that's like, what makes it worse though like yeah. when you're paying that kind and of money and they've, a lot of them have been overshadowed by you know m- uh, goalkeepers getting punched and things like that like it's Neil Lennon get a coin but, um, no I'm sure because of the atmosphere and that that'll be worth it but uh, 
I mean, Hearts is all. I, I don't begrudge it with Hearts because it's always usually, you know, I think it's, I think it's widely recognised Switzerland as one of the best away days in the league. But a Wednesday night. Yeah. I mean that's. I mean especially. I mean, how many fans did you suffer? You know, oh, I don't want. I don't want to know the attendance. But the thing is, it's not even a problem just in the Premiership. But the lower down the league you go, yeah. obviously, as Calm such on clubs do need ticket prices as a main revenue stream. But when you're going places like even Montrose, it is quite expensive mm-hmm. to get into these lower. I think lower I was sixteen teams. for Forfar in the mm-hmm. um, Betfred Cup. And if you think about that, you're paying about ten pound more to go watch a Premiership game. I mean. And we to get there. we exactly. went to the we went to like obviously your United games. I can't remember the specific pricing, but at least a ten, it was at least a ten. At least but like a, I guess eleven pound or something for a student. So I think I, somebody told me last year that it was cheaper to get a buy Munich season ticket than it was to get a season ticket at Air United. That can't be that, that sure. no, it was it's no like German tickets are like I know they are, cheap. but even that well, but that's an absolute. I, I, I tell its own story. That's a, that honestly is an absolute farce. I right? think season season farce. tickets are okay. I think. <clears throat> So I don't really have a problem with how much I pay for my Celtic season ticket. I think it's like three fifty for a student ticket. I mean, that's, which that's is not that bad. It's not. It's not the problem. I'm, I'm two hundred at Livingston, but I mean, if you're going off actual like individual games, yeah. or I think we were charging twenty three or something like that. Mm-hmm. What you times twenty three by eighteen? Problem Aberdeen. Aberdeen don't do student. They do eighteen to twenty one. I'm twenty two in like two weeks. Ah, you'll, yeah. get, I mean, yeah, you'll get away with it I mean, is, well yeah but it's you know it's like that is a main problem that I want to touch on as well a lot of clubs just push that as, rack out to students because there's yeah. a lot of students that you know as, they're like 20, as I've said we are students as well. yeah. and it, it plays Gordon. a big part in us actually getting missing games out. and when you go to a game and you're looking I think Motherwell don't have student tickets either you look at the pricing and you're like right what can I get and some are just adult OAP child mm-hmm. that's it some maybe throw in like Tony said at Aberdeen an age bracket but you're like I'm not gonna fit in that f- yeah. forever. I'm not gonna be able to afford that, and then you you miss out on that age bracket, and then your ticket goes up by five five yeah. pounds. But, but especially because we're needing we need more people at the games. Told you exactly. That. There's only fourteen thousand there last I, night for I think a game. You know, a, the problem's the even. I think the problem is even worse in terms of the national team because the yeah. amount of oh, money Hamden. you get charged oh, to go watch Scotland at Hamden, oh and it's at a time when p- the nation needs people to get behind the team, and you're still charging outrageous yeah. prices to get us to... W- I think Your they were trying... Need you. They tried to charge us like £30 to watch us get beat 1-0 by Costa Rica in a friendly. That is an absolute joke. And then when you get into Hamden, you're paying about £5 for the worst burger you'll ever have, and you're paying about... Three pound fifty to have a bottle of coke and a plastic to cup. get the shits basically. Exactly. I mean, it's an absolute. You could spend. Not to see the game. That's yeah. our fiver. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's an honest. It's an absolute joke. They honestly <laughs> need to change it because it, it isn't. As as a fan, you want to go to as many games as you possibly can, and obviously, all of us living in air for university, it makes some some games easier. Games like Kelly away. Hamilton away, they 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 become a little bit easier because we're a lot closer. Mm-hmm. But when you're tr- like Tony, if he's going to go to an Aberdeen home game, he's got to travel all the way back up to Aberdeen, get train prices or get a lift and paying for petrol, and he's got to pay for his ticket. It's you, you know you need to take clubs need to take I think things like this into account. It's a big, big turns I'm, out, I'm, turns I'm out like a weekend out. Yeah, into it, but you have really to make like it. I'm going to mention Saturday. Fourteen pound for a ticket. That's that's good. East, yeah, Easter Road. How come there's a big gap between that and Hearts? I think we'll both we'll bring both good numbers to both. But it's, the thing, yeah, crazy. I think Easter Road are quite, quite clubs, well like priced for tickets, and then you get into Easter Road, and refreshments in Easter yeah. Road are quite. Well, that's the standard high price, but yeah, every, I mean, you know the rough. There's Edinburgh most. prices for you, but half pizza oh. Easter Road. Talk, talking it's about uh, talking about obviously food and obviously stadiums. If you've ever seen the thing on Twitter of Domino's in Celtic Park, no, yeah. no? the sign yeah. is black and white instead of blue, white and red. Oh my god! <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I want last. Salt on, on Twitter. It's I've, funny, but it's I, petty, don't, I don't think that's like anywhere near my stand. But I mean, that's a whole different. You're the Domino's, the Lewis Domino's games. There was there was something to do with that in Lark Hall. I think I think it was. It might have been the co-op or something. That was uh, uh, no, it was a. Uh, Oh, it was the Asda. They it wanted to Asda. they wanted to change the Asda because it was green and white. <clears throat> yeah, it was like, all green and white. And they prop they proper went for that. I as think well, it's like the only it's something like the only company with a green. They, they had a green logo. The only one in the UK. They had to change their logo in Lark Hall because it was so. Jesus, they were so anti-Celtic. Hope it. 
oh, it's daft that that that's daft. And I mean, like, just funny, having, I love like, it. I think it's brilliant. Just but having like, like, I saw that Domino's yeah. thing. And I was like, surely that's that's edited. That's Photoshop. But like, you actually look at it and you're like, that's actually. They sell they sell pictures at the Ice yeah. Rod, do they not? Yeah, they have pictures. Like, I've seen someone buy it and they look, they took one bite and literally just threw it away. So <laughs> never right? bought one. Yeah. Never will. I've <laughs> I've made fun of folk for buying them before. Apparently, it's absolutely phenomenal. So I'm gonna have to probably give it oh, a try. Well, I always see folk buying like Scran in a Celtic Park. Like you see what folk walking up the stairs are about six fucking chips, cheese oh, and curry and all that. <laughs> I'm like, you've actually just emptied your bank account chips, when, cheese and curry See when I'm in a smaller ground, if I'm at, my, if at, like, I'm at like Montrose, I'll go and get like a pie at half time. See when I'm at Easter Road, I can't be bothered with the faff of going down to the concourse and waiting nah. for about a month nah. to get something. Air United is the worst food I've ever eaten in my life. Oh, right, hold it's on cheap. a minute. That's probably the cheap, I mean, it's like, it's like two pounds for a, a sausage pie. roll at air yeah. is... Is is really good, and there's a burger van in the stadium, which is half decent. No, as well. see, the chips, the chips and curry sauce is like literally chips and tar. See what, see, <laughs> where, see where we're on the topic. Best food you've ever had at an away day. They'll go. There's, it's two for me. It's Ockelick Talbot against Cumnock. Oh, well said. And also Kelly because a, a oh, Kilmarnock pie, pie is yeah. is just the peak of football food. To be perfectly honest, so, ah, Kelly pie, Kelly pie, Tony. I had good food at Stenham Smear actually. There was a burger van there that was actually, yeah. yeah. I'd go with Kelly burger. Pie, but didn't you say, who was it done steak and black pudding? Ross Lenny. Yeah, I would Amazing. go with that steak and black pudding. If you'd like a steak and black pudding pie and then you're in the Angus area, who check out the Kenty Bakery. Shout who? out to Breakin with their soup as well. Didn't you get a good one at St Johnston last year? Yeah, St Johnston, steak and chorizo. Oh, steak. Oh, oh, was it, oh, oh, who good, was actually. it, Campbell put something up? Oh, it's the Mary Hill food. I've got a new menu this season, so you'll oh. try that in box. There's like the like a whole. There's like a chicken pies in that. Actually, yeah. yeah. I got yeah. one. So actually, that that's a good show. I got one at the start of the season. Chicken pie. Well, my last pie at Aberdeen tasted Super. like uh, tarmac. So oh, yeah, oh, this will be an improvement. Yeah, get a chicken pie. It's actually really nice. As as I'd mentioned for one of mine, Ockenlick Talbot and Callum seemed to enjoy that a lot. We went to get we went to Ockenlick Talbot against Cumnock last season. And I tell you what, the food, the food that Auchinleck's yeah, quality ground is absolutely brilliant. It was cheap, dirt cheap as well. And it was absolutely See, I was, fantastic. When I was there for the air game, there was no chance of moving because yeah. it, was, it was absolutely like rampant. To be fair, even against Cumnock, it was quite busy. But once you actually got to the front of the queue, the food was worth it. Yeah, it was. It was dirt cheap. Fifty p a can of iron brewing that. I definitely recommend that to anybody. Actually, if anybody you know is looking for a game to go, maybe with call offs and things, and if you're in the area. Go to an Auckland like Talbot game or go to your local junior side. Put your local team and give them some support. Please. I seen Montrose tweeted that out. There was a lot of call offs like Dundee United and Arbroath, I think like they did had their games called off and they were calling for folk to come and watch the game and even if you just wanted to boo Montrose. But do that honestly. That, if, I know in England in England they have like a national like non league day yeah. or something like that. So mm-hmm. maybe that's something they could even bring up here. We tried to do it but this year. The non week day fell on a cup weekend, yeah. so you couldn't arrange it in yeah. advance. Oh. So, yeah, I'm sure they could fit it in somewhere. Should but do yeah. it this Saturday because none of the. Because they usually try to fit it in on an international break when no one's playing. Mm. So there's more chance of people yeah. going to non league. But I mean, at so. the moment, I'd rather go watch a, a non league game in Scotland. I love how we're not previewing the cup final because we don't care. Yeah, well, I, don't, I, don't I do, but. <laughs> I've been banished from talking about it. I mean, you, you listeners tuning in, you, you don't care about just Scottish. Get, just get bookings on, player final. cards. Aye. No, we've got a proper agenda set here now. So. Scott, Scott, Scott Brown right. to wind up the fans. At Ryan, one, one Ryan, to Ryan Jack sent off. Morelos booked. Julian booked. 3 0 Celtic. Julian BJ buzzing. Where's your, where's your tip? Your tip, guys, no. for Get it on your bet365. Bet get it on your coupon. Now we're going to go for another quick break and we'll be right back after Carlos Queller clears a shot off the line. Shoot my car! It's on penalty kick! Penalty kick! And the second half, he's got to go! He's got to walk! He's got to get to fuck! He's a red card! Commentator's eye! Get in there! Carlos Queller, third of the year! Now he's a dick! Get in there, Celtic! What's a shot knocking again is in quite old second half, but shoots, and that is a fucking sending half cheating hunt bastard, if you ever saw one. If in doubt, cheat your way out. That is original philosophy. Look at this. You bastard. Get too fucked. And we are back. That was absolutely stupendous. Now he's a dick. Carlos Quella. He's got to get too fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Commentators, aye. <laughs> Uh, very, very good banner, very good banner. Right, it is time for Donkey of the Week, 
And as we debuted last week, we have a fantastic little jingle to play before we get into Donkey of the Week. So let's give that a little listen now. Donkey! 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 Ground open up and swallow him. Shovel and spade. Now we're back and it's time to pick our donkeys of the week. First up, it is Callum. Who is your oh, my donkey? First. You are first, Callum. Um, I'm just going to briefly say Tamilware doesn't need much explaining. Um, Saturday, Thistle travelled to Dunfermline and what was probably a coupon buster. Um, Thistle obviously not doing great in the league. Um, I, I, I actually think I had Dunfermline on my coupon anyway, but... Um, it was it was probably a tight game on paper. Both teams not really in, in great form. Um and after four minutes, O'Ware was sent off. Gave away a penalty. And uh, yeah, Dunfermline won five one. That went well. Not not much to it really. Silly Simple. little man. Just I mean, just let him score in the fourth minute. Why I mean why are you getting yourself sent off? <laughs> Ter- yeah. Idiot. No nothing further to add. Who wants to step in next with their donkey? Um, How much will leave my own to last? I'll I'll yeah. go with mine. Um, mine's is Hibs slash Jack Ross slash Brilliant. all of the Hibs players um, for blowing two leads. As obviously we spoke about it earlier, you have um, lost what, 18, 18 points, 18 from, points winning from winning positions. That's just that's okay, actually quite impressively bad. Mm-hmm. It's it's <laughs> one of those you look at it, you go here. Actually, well done for See, dropping that right. many points. Like, well, how many points are we in the league? Nineteen. So we've earned one more point. <laughs> then we've we've dropped from winning positions. That is uh, shocking. It's kind of horrible, isn't it? When you're pretty much it. double points. Like yeah, some mean, of those games you don't expect to win. Obviously, you're gonna drop points from a winning position. But I mean, come on, eighteen. I mean, like County and Kelly. Heart. No, I mean, come on, Jesus. Eighteen points, man. It's teams that you you'd imagine you should be beating, really, but you're not. So. But we're rubbish anyway. Yeah, matter. that's mine. There we go. Rory, would you like to go or would you like me to go? Uh, Chris Maxwell. Cheers. <laughs> uh, he's the yeah. third best goalie at Hibs and for some reason he starts every week and he made a howler last night so Again, he's please please I'll be playing on Saturday please play Marciano on Saturday I've actually got a theory right he hasn't been good since he cut his hair <laughs> grow it long grow it long again man. oh but he's, he's eligible for Scotland though that's, oh. that's good he's, yeah, saved Make the, it, he's taking his claim really he, well he saved the, actually yeah, oh, he saved this one right after, after he saved the penalty in the shootout against Kelly and we, we got through the semis and the cup he came out when came that's, out in the media and yeah, said that's when there was the whole Dykes thing when everyone's like oh Dykes can play for Scotland should we call him up and he's like oh guys I can play Chris was, you've done yourself I was born in Bathgate we get a game for San Marino, bud. He's just not very good, to be honest. He's about three feet tall and he's got poppadoms for wrists. Now, my donkey of the week is Jordan Forster for making one of oh, the most... Yeah. Best video of the season Spectacular so far. defensive yep. errors you'll ever see. So. so let me set the scene for any of you that haven't seen it. Dundee were at home to Queen of the South on the weekend. Stephen Dobby had put Queen of the South in the lead earlier on in the game. He does. Dundee had just scored what they thought to be a last-minute equaliser through former Motherwell player Daniel Johnston. They've all run back to the halfway line, all buzzing. Yes, come on, lads. Get the ball, let's go Get for the, the ball, come on. We can do it, we can do it. Um, Queen of the South. Just, you know, do a, quite a, a... Something that I thought the video was going to end quite quickly. Just a, a weird little punt up the side of the park. Ball gets headed on. Just follows the Jordan Forster. All he's got to do is just get the ball out, out the ground, or do anything other than what he decides to do, which is pretty much just collapse, fall over. Stephen Dobby runs in on goal, scores. Queen of the South win two one, and to cap all off, Jordan Forster continues to run after Stephen Dobby and does what looks like a knee slide when Stephen Dobby scores. So just knee slides past him. It's just absolutely proud of his assist. Queen's on the coupon. It was absolutely shocking. And apologies to any Dundee fans out there that are listening to this that have had to just relive that shocking moment. But that was absolutely unbelievable. Jordan Forster. When I saw donkey. the video at first, it was like captioned Dundee, like sitting down with them being the laughing stock of Scottish football. And I was like, what, they've equalised? I was like, oh, how's that? Like, well, what's, what's fun about that? Like, they've ended up getting a point out of it. And then also Stephen no. Dobby goes and scores. And I was like, ah, right, I see. I see now. Jordan Forster, you silly little man. Now, Tony, you seem to have, you'd be quite excited. I'm excited, but just a good way to wrap up our Donkey of the Week um, for this episode. And I am going with Ryan Jack's Mrs. Ashley, who last night, um, after her her man uh, 
got their second goal. They're mad at the second goal. You like Ryan Jack? Sorry? You like Ryan Jack? Jacko. I prefer to speak. Yeah, Jacko is looking as referred to him. No, but yeah, she was very vocal after Rangers had gone 2-0 up. I believe her account was already on private, but she's came off private. Start having a go at Aberdeen fans, but then uh, suddenly she's back on private again, come full time. So, follow her, bud. No, no. Did she under abuse. Yeah, she was, she was, she was giving it out. You know, um, she thinks she'd apologise to someone. Don't think we'll see that happen. But you know, if you if you can't, um, t- you can give it out. If you can't take it back, then one might Twitter say maybe isn't the place for you. But one uh, might say get it up. <laughs> yes. I was trying to be a bit more polite than that, but yes. um, good laugh anyway. That's a, a lesson for you. Any of you listeners that decide to noise up Tony when Aberdeen, uh, your team are winning against Aberdeen, don't. Thanks very much, by the way, Tony. Quite angry. Yeah. Cheers, mate. Well, just, I, I, can't, I suppose it in some way also represents that game because it was like, it was totally mad. Like I was seething in the first half. As you are. Most we can confirm. <laughs> no, but yes. it's, uh, that's not fair to say that because it, it, generally, no, it generally was awful in the first half. Yeah. And we suddenly get a goal out of nothing and it kind of gives us a bit of mint. But um, yes. Ash Taylor was absolutely exceptional. For a second half. He was, yeah, he was actually quite good. And, and again. I forgot I forgot he was still I would alive. never have said that. The first half he was okay. And Gallagher. I thought he, was, he runs around. But, uh, I somehow I, won I, man of the match last night. I, I know. Uh, Lewis Ferguson was the best part for me. I thought he was brilliant. But um, yeah, I just thought that was quite funny. And it got quite a bit of attention on Twitter last night. As well as um, the incident with James Taverner, should we talk about that briefly yeah. as well? Yeah. On you go, um, So a pie was thrown at him. Uh, I love that. In the early stages of the game. And a lot of, I mean, it does, it, to be fair, the, the, even they put it in slow-mo footage, it doesn't really doesn't a clear image in. Yeah. People are saying it's a banana, which thankfully it isn't. I, either, other than that, it's still not acceptable to be thrown. Yeah, you shouldn't be You shouldn't players. be throwing things at But people. I think what was telling straight away was Taverner's reaction. I mean, mm-hmm. if he had, and rightly so, he should have been, that fan should be banned and not all back in the Yeah, that's... I don't know if you'll get that for this, maybe, but... Mm-hmm. That's what um, I'm having for my dinner tonight. <laughs> Chips, beans, and a wee banana. Yeah, I don't know, I've seen a few photos of people yeah, photoshopping. It's nah, to be fair, it kind of looks like a banana, but like, it's yeah. obviously not, because, like, I mean... But his reaction, like, his reaction would have told you. Yeah, was, no, if it was a banana, he'd have went absolutely, absolutely off his nuts. If it was, he, I think he did, he'd have been well within his rights Definitely, to just say yeah. the referee, like, well, I'm not playing. Walk mm-hmm. off the pitch, Stop absolutely. I'm sure a lot of the players on the pitch would have done the same as well. Especially with Shea Logan. It's unacceptable to be doing anything like that, especially if it's a racially motivated attack. But as Callum and Tony said, you really should be throwing anything at anybody, especially at a football ground. These are... These are folk doing their work because, as Lewis said on one of our earlier episodes, when he's working in Tesco's, how would he feel if somebody just walked up and threw a bag of tatties at him when he's working? Yeah. You just, you just don't do that. So just don't, don't throw it. It imagines the the real strong feelings towards Rangers up there. I'm afraid. Like, I mean, I I'm, I don't like them, but I would never do anything like that. But I suppose it shows you some people. Till you decide with this. I mean, why section. would you want to waste a pie as well? Oh <laughs> no, yeah, you pay, to you be fair, pay, the one I had it for Todd. You've paid £2.50 for a pie that's... Well, the, 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 to be fair, this season they're actually a lot I mean, you'd rather somebody threw a pie instead of the actual coins. Mm. So Someone's actually gone out their way. Yeah. Nah, I mean, it. well, we, we, we hope yeah, if he's threw that pie, he's bought to sell another one. Maybe he just, so didn't, maybe he just didn't like it. He's, <laughs> one I had last year. He wasn't hungry anymore. This is fucking shy. It just didn't happen. No, he was there and he just hurled it. But no, uh... You, you yeah. threw your slider across the rim, actually. I don't know, yeah, that's a, a beast. That's 2-0. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely, yeah. That dreadful well, to lead us out of this little section, I believe Lewis wants us to talk a little bit about some coupons and some betting to end out the show. Well, well I don't. I said let's talk about the cup <laughs> final. And we done last week, we done the wee hang where we took our predictions. Right, okay. You're just throwing yeah. them under the bus as a mad gambler well, there. Not, but, uh, I think Jesus Christ, man. Lewis does love a coupon, let's be um, honest. Right. Well, obviously, I will just I'll start. Well, I won't start. I'll wait till the end. I want to see everybody else's prediction is that first. So we'll go with was it correct score, play to be booked, and a goal scorer. Mm-hmm. Go for that. Right, Dale, you start. You know what? Before this week, I was quite torn of what to do because I think it's going to be a, it is going to be a close game. Let's all be honest. It will be a close game. It's an old firm. Both teams are in pretty good form. It's going to be a close game. I think Celtic will win. I was to- I was quite torn, I'll be honest. I was quite torn. I think Celtic will win. I think it's going to be 2-1. I think Scott Brown's going to get booked. Shock. Uh, bit, bit of a gimme, that one. And then player to score, I think Jonathan Hayes <coughs> is going to score against Rangers again. Wow. Uh, you know, I'll change that to volleyball and goalie. 
<gasps> Thank you, Oscar. That no, would no. that would make my weekend. Like honestly, that would. Oh. I think volleyball is going. It's just gonna be somebody weird that's gonna score. Like yeah, it I won't think... be a striker. Somebody weird's gonna score. I, I think it'll be two ones as well. I think I think it'll go to extra time. Yeah. And I think your hard man Scott Brown will. He's, he's been scoring a few goals recently. I think he's going to get the winner. Oh, Scott! That, that will probably ball, break. Ball and goal in Scott Brown to score. Yeah. Oh my God! I mean, he'll uh, he'll uh, score the winner after he'll score the winner after avoiding uh, booking for 190 minutes. <laughs> but, uh, holy moly, ball yeah, and goal! Yeah, he's going for the booking then. Uh, well, there'll be a few. There'll be a few. I don't know. Um, is Barisic going to play? I think he could be. Yeah, I think he was rested. Yeah. Yeah. Hellander, if I mean, he, he plays, he'll get booked. Yeah. I mean, if he can find on to get booked last night. If it's going extra time, there's going to be a few bookings, you know, stopping counter attacks and that. So I think we could be looking. It's hard to predict who's actually going to play for Rangers because they've rested a lot of players and they switch around a lot. So it's hard to predict bookings wise for them. But I think one of their defenders and midfielders are going to get booked as well. I think there'll be a few. There'll be quite a few. Like I say, it's got. I think. Would be surprised if there was a card that wasn't yellow that got shown. No, yeah, it wouldn't surprise you at all. We will are getting the cards out. Well, he's getting. The, he's got the game. Yeah, well, prediction, Callum. I actually agree with Tony. I think it'll be two on Celtic in extra time. Um, I think Rangers will run them close, but um, I ultimately think Celtic will because of the, their experience in finals over the last well three seasons. They've won every trophy, um, so yeah. I think I think they'll just pip Rangers to it. Uh, goal scorers. I fancy James Forrest. The score he always turns up in the big games, doesn't he? And bookings wise, I think uh, a wee shout could be Ryan Kent. I think he's he he, he was always there. Right. Should have been sent off in the in one of the ones last season for that punch. But um he could he could wasn't be a punch, a, more a shove, but well, yeah, still he, he, he could be yeah. one of the ones that go under the radar, but I'm I'm gonna go Glen Kamano. I'm going to shout through and Alan McGregor's going to get booked as well. I was just about well, to say that. For he's, he's, flying, he's flying elbows and knees. Alan McGregor's just absolutely... As well. Even last night he was at it and he did come Just in the referee's pins. face all the time. Aye, well, all the time. They're best pals, are they not? You are <laughs> 37 years of unhinged. age. He's unhinged, honestly, yeah. he's unhinged. Like, the end of last season he Grow just came up, flying out his Grow box up. and just two-footed the hips player for no apparent reason. Predictions, Ronan? Celtic to win... 2-1 as well wow. I, I, Rangers will go 1-0 Four. up Ryan Jack again yeah. and then well, Forrest to equalise and then yeah. Big Iyer from a corner Big Chrissy Iyer wow. and Alan McGregor to get booted he's got wee Andrew, fan, angry man syndrome Morelos to score in his first old firm no, no oh that's a shout actually no he gets stage fright this Jink is a bigger, bigger time than any to do it, but. Jake played the four for a game like they this. They might, because they didn't, they didn't take him on weird. Yeah, I was amazed he didn't come on last night. The Buffalo. Uh, Ron Katic. Mines is. Mines is a bit different from. Um, <laughs> 5 0 Celtic. No, I already said, but I think it's going to be. Um, three I, I said 3 0 Celtic. No, 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 there's, there's reasons to why. That's what my girl and. Um, well, McGraw will say to me, I think it's going to be four or five. He was, I don't no, think. Right, no, maybe no, other right. I'm bands. not one. Of, I'm not one of those fans. That's, oh, three 0 Celtic because I'm a Celtic fan. Like our defense is solid. I think. I think it is. Julian and I are pretty hard to get past, and the fullbacks are, depending who we play. If we play ball and goalie, I solid think solid and built to defend. Balling, ball and goalie and Taylor. They're alright defensively. I think Taylor's probably a bit more, a bit better at defending the ball and goalie. But um, who, who knows who will play right back? Probably El Hamid. El Hamid or Boyer. Ugh. What about Frimpon? Yeah, Frimpon. I, I oh, like Frimpon. Well, I, in fact, I think I think you probably see Frimpon playing. I'll take him as my booking. In fact, Frimpon. Big game. Big game for Frimpon. We Frimpon to get a booking. Yeah, it's like I said, the Rangers have to tell Celtic are going to play as well. He, he tore. He tore us apart. Um, when Livingston played Celtic, but I think they'll I think they'll go they'll go for a more experienced player. Well, well, I'm a player older player. I I think uh, I don't know, I just, I am not confident with Rangers defence. I just don't think I don't I think I, the, I think the two centre backs are frauds personally. They sure they are. I, like, who was it who were they playing? It was in the Europa League and Hollander's just falling over making an absolute arsey sell or oh, is that flying hard away when ah, he gets twisted and turned he's over. falling big over he's, Big Dykes bullied him even the goals, it, the goals they conceded night. last night he's were like, just awful no, I mean like that against Edward Forrest Christie El Yunusi players that are oozing goals and they only need maybe one or two chances to score 
is why I'm saying something like 3 0. But on the other hand, I could see it maybe being a bit closer because how much this will mean to Rangers if Rangers win this. Not saying it's not going to mean it to Celtic, but being treble treble winners. I've said I've said quite a lot to quite a lot of people that I think if Rangers win this this cup, then it increases their chance of winning the league tenfold because the confidence it gives. That's what McGraw McGraw said to me the other night that he'd rather win the league than the cup. But I was like, I think yeah, I, I agree with you. I think I mean, it's such a big momentum. I would if I halfway through the done. season to get a trophy over your rivals. Yeah, but I th- yeah, that's what I'm saying. If I think I think if Rangers can manage to beat Celtic in this and win a trophy, and then you've got them, you've then got them in the league. It was a boxing there around Christmas as well. I mean, I'm going to have to log out of the Tim Pot Talk Twitter account on Sunday because I will be hammered probably. So. <laughs> Don't worry about putting Ooh, it in You're hard. You're hard, Sean. But um, I don't Gareth know. Gareth Sider. I'll, I'll stick with him. I'll stick. <laughs> do I drink? I'll guess sometimes Sider. He says, do I drink? Do I drink? <laughs> does, he, does he drink? He drinks. How many points did I have last week? <laughs> I'll, stick, I'll stick to my 3-0. Frimpong booking. Elvino did El Yeah, I'll I'll go with that. I'll go with that. Brilliant. And that'll just about do us for this week. So thank you very much for listening. And we will be back again very soon. See you later on.